Do you like romantic comedies or do you just tolerate them? I know guys who are on both sides. Some actually love romantic comedies and some just kind of tolerate them and some guys absolutely hate them. Now, I don't care if you like them or not, but we can learn something from rom-com men. Let's find out what on today's show. Welcome to the Confident Man Podcast, empowering men with the confidence they need to live their adventure. Now, here is your host, David Maxwell. Hey guys, welcome to the show today. I'm glad you joined me here on the Confident Man Podcast. Um, Romantic comedies are kind of what we're talking about today, and they're a funny mix of movie. They really are. I think the appeal works in different ways. Guys are probably more drawn to the comedy aspect and girls to the romantic aspects. And they're often not the deepest of movies if we're honest about ourselves, but people love them. I mean, just think about it. People watch them all the time. They're big hits. And Hallmark has made a, I don't know, a whole life out of them, especially during Christmas. How many Christmas rom-coms can there be? Absolutely 500 million. Are they realistic? No. Have they made Hallmark millions? Yes. And many of them are similar. And what we want to do is look at some of those aspects. What is it about the romantic comedy that appeals to people? You see, many of the men in rom-coms have similar patterns that I think we as men can learn from. So here are a few things we can learn from rom-com men today. All right, the first thing we can learn from rom-com men is that they progress as a character. They usually show a journey of growth for the men in rom-com movies. You know, the guys are often one of just a few types. There's the cynical man, the one who's been hurt in the past, and he's wounded on the inside, and so he's hardened himself off to the world. Or it's the loner adventurer who may have a good heart, but he's kind of self-absorbed and doesn't really think about other people. Or the career-focused man who doesn't have time for a relationship. He's about making money and being a success. And and as I said these names, you probably thought of movies because almost every movie has a guy similar to that. Now, any and all of these apply to us as men. But the thing that's interesting about the rom-com is we see these men go on a journey. They start to look at themselves differently based on, of course, the new woman entering their life. And that's not a bad thing. That gives them an outside perspective. And in our life as men, we need that. We need that as men in our lives. And we don't have to wait for a rom-com scenario to get it. We need to be able to look at ourselves objectively and move on a journey. Because every man needs to be on a journey in his life. Every man should be moving somewhere because the journey is when we start to grow, when we start to change. The journey now looks different for every man. Every man has his own journey to go on. That's the beauty of us as men is that each one of us is different. But if we're not intentionally growing, we're declining. You see, busy isn't growth. And a lot of men are busy, but they're not growing. Your business, your work, that's not growth. 
Financial success isn't growth. A lot of those things men think is growth. Hey, I'm making more money. I'm doing this. My business is growing. You know, I'm busy. I'm doing a lot of stuff. But that doesn't mean you're growing. You see, growth happens in every area and should happen in every area of men if we want to be whole men. You need to be growing physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally. And so the question is, what are you doing to grow in these areas? What type of journey are you on as a man? How are you progressing? Where are you going to? How are you progressing physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally? Are you growing in each of these areas or you've just kind of plateaued? Are you at the same place you were five years ago? See, because that's what we want to do as men. We want to go on a journey. And that's what we see in rom-com men. They go on a journey. Now, it doesn't mean you're perfect as a man, but you make progress. And that's the interesting part of the movie. The men usually aren't perfect. They're usually bitter, cynical, or they're all about themselves or whatever. But we see them progress. We see them change as a character. Now, of course, they do it in a two-hour movie. So it happens very quickly. Real life doesn't happen that fast. But the question for us as men is, are we even trying? Are you trying to make progress as a man? Because sometimes it's in the struggle that that's where the most growth happens. I'm not saying that everything you do is going to work out. I'm not saying that everything's going to work perfectly. But are you even trying? Are you struggling? Like I know people who have struggled with their weight. They've struggled to lose weight. But it's in that journey that their character has actually grown a ton. And they get to the point where they can lose the weight because they've grown enough as a person. And what we have to do as men is we have to understand that life isn't like the movies, but the journey is real. Your journey as a man is real and you are the only one who can move on it. And as men, we have to make sure that we're moving on a journey. We have to make sure that we're growing, we're pushing, we're going somewhere. We can't just be busy all the time. We can't just get stuff done. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you're not doing it with a purpose, what's the point of life? And we want to be growing in every area of our life because this makes us better men and we'll have a better life. Okay, the second thing we can learn from rom-com men is that they know their feelings. <laughs> even if they struggle with them. Men in rom-coms are pretty good at knowing how they feel. They express themselves. They, they, they do it all the time, even if they can be jerks in the movie. And a lot of times in the rom-com movies, the man is a jerk. Uh, you know, something's up with him. He's angry at life or he's bitter. And, and he's connected to his emotional side. And that's, that's not a bad thing. That's the reality of the rom-com. And really as men... It should be a reality we live with. And you say, well, David, it's because rom-coms are mainly for a female audience. And women just want to see men who are in touch with their feelings. Yeah, they do. That's what women want. They want you to know what your emotions are. I'm not saying you have to be all emotional. I'm not saying you have to cry all the time. What I'm saying is you need to be a man who knows what he feels who can explain what he feels. I, I don't care if you cry, but you need to know when you're sad. 
You need to know when you're angry and you need to know what to do with it. You know, a lot of guys think that being an emotional man is being like some of the men in the movies. You know, like, like all the movies that have a guy like Tanum Chating, all the movies that have a guy like Tatum Channing who stands out in the rain and cries. You know, they think, oh, that's what women want. They want a man who's emotional like that. Well, they probably wouldn't mind that. They, they probably wouldn't mind us looking like Tatum Channing. But, you know, the reality is they just want a man who knows what he feels, who can explain how he feels. And I want to ask you that as a man, do you know how you feel? You know, many guys don't really know. I didn't for a long time in my life. Someone say, how do you feel? And I'd be like, I feel hungry, you know, because that's all I could say. Because I didn't know how to go on the inward journey. I didn't know how to, to get my emotions really to a point where I could even explain them. I didn't even know what they were. And as a man, do you know what your feelings are? Do you know when you're angry or upset? You know, a lot of guys don't. And what they do is they hold their anger in. They hold that and they say, oh, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. And then one day they blow up and just kind of emotionally vomit on everybody around them. You know, maybe you were a kid and your dad was like that. So the whole house learns how to be careful on certain days when dad is upset. You know, oh, no. You know, maybe you're a man who doesn't really understand what his feelings are, but you start kind of wanting to be around someone other than your wife. You know, you start noticing another woman, you start talking with them, you start kind of looking uh, to be around them, finding excuses to be with them, maybe caring a little bit too much about how you look around them. That's dangerous because you're not even noticing it, but you're walking in dangerous territory that can lead to an affair. And it's not fair for the family that they have to pay the price for our emotional baggage as men. You know, if your anger issues are forcing everyone in the family to change how they live, that's not fair. If you as a man engage in destructive relationships and affairs, that's not fair for your family to have to pay those prices. What we have to do as men is know our emotions. Because if we don't, we're in danger of letting them get out of control and hurting us. You know, I ask guys all the time who are married, I say, do you express love regularly to your wife and kids? You know, if you're married and you, you know, you've got kids, what do you do to show them love? How do you show your love to them? A lot of guys answer, well, I work hard. I provide, I put a roof over their head and food on the table. Those are great things. And we should do that. That's our role. And, and they should be grateful. But that's not really love. You see, everybody gives and receives love differently. And what you want to do as a man is understand how your family receives love and how you show love. There's a lie that men aren't emotional. It's a myth. Men are incredibly emotional, even if they don't know how to express their emotions. Everyone has emotions. And the man who makes the most difference in the world is a man who can express them. And that's something we can learn from the rom-com man. I'm not saying you stand in the rain and cry. Don't do that. That's kind of weird. But I'm saying understand your emotions on the inside of you. Understand what it means to be sad, to be angry, to, to feel joy, to feel fear. When you recognize these emotions, you're able to better connect with those that you want to be in a relationship with. See, a lot of guys can't get a date, can't you know go out with someone for a, a long period of time or find someone to marry 
because they're emotionally stunted in their growth. So they have a hard time connecting with someone else. You know, a lot of dads, when their kids become teenagers, don't know how to connect with them. And they blame the teenager when it's probably their fault for not growing emotionally to be able to connect to their teenager. You see, men are better when they're connected to their emotions. Okay, the third thing we can learn from rom-com men is to have a good friend. One of the things that you notice about a lot of the romantic comedies out there is that the men usually have another man they can talk to about their stuff. And you say, well, they're just doing that to help the character move forward and for you to know what's going on in their mind. Yes, and that's not a bad thing. Because what it is is the main character has another man that he can share with and he can be real with. And you know, that's something as men, we all need. We all need good friends in our lives. We need someone we can be real with. A lot of men have relationships where they're kind of having to prove themselves. They're kind of showing off to each other. So a bunch of men will get around and they start bragging. They start talking about all this stuff. And, and in a good-hearted, fun way, that's okay. But do you have men that you can just be honest with? Do you have men that when you're getting your head kicked in in life, you can go to them and say it? Because what you need is what the author Stephen Mansfield calls a band of brothers who do life with you. I'm not saying they live in your house with you. I'm just talking about their men you can talk about everything with. You can have fun with them. You can be serious with them. That's hard in society today. A lot of guys don't do it because they're so busy. They're busy with life. They're busy with all these things. And so for a lot of us as men, friendships get left behind. And now we've got to prioritize friendships. We've got to find people to connect with. And I'm telling you, it's hard. It takes time. It takes effort. Sometimes you try and it starts to work and then it just falls apart. Life gets busy. Things happen. But men always do better when they have good friends, when they have another friend, someone who can sharpen them, where, where they feel better for being a man, where a man can challenge them and help them. Even if they aren't doing anything specific, just spending time with other men makes you feel better. But we need men we can be real with. And in the romantic comedies, almost every one of them, the guy has at least another guy or someone else he can talk to about stuff. You see, you need men who encourage you to be better and not bring you down. Now, you may have a group of friends and they may be friends who they're not the best for you. Maybe they bring you down. Maybe they hurt you. Well, those aren't the kind of friends you want. You want a group of guys who can help you grow and not be your biggest hindrance. You need to pick men who have a similar desire to you, who kind of want the same things in life. They're kind of moving in the right direction. You need men who, who can help you and not hurt you. And what we need to do as men is look at some of our relationships and recognize, okay, these guys... Maybe they're not the best for me right now. Maybe these guys are pulling me down. Maybe they're, they're hurting me. And those are friendships you may need to prune. I'm not saying be mean. I'm not saying be a jerk. But you've got to find friendships that build you up and not take you down. If a lot of the worst decisions in your life happen with a certain group of friends, your friends need to change. And you say, well, I want to influence them. Yeah, but if you haven't in the past, you probably won't in the future. 
And I'm not saying you have to cut off all ties with them, but I don't think they should be your best friends. I don't think they should be the guys you're closest to because they're not helping you. And I'm not saying friendships are about you, but at some point we're going to influence each other. And understand that as life happens, we go through seasons of friendship. And that's not a bad thing. Like you, the friends you have in high school usually have different friends in college and then after college. And then as your kids grow up, you kind of move in and out of seasons of friendships. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. I'm not saying that your best friend from kindergarten has to be your best friend for the rest of your life. He can be, but what you just need to do is try to find some friends. You need to understand what season of friendship am I in and who is a friend I can have. That's not a contest. It's not, you know, I've had a friend since I was two. And if you have, that's cool. But a lot of men don't. A lot of men don't have those close friendships. They have people they hang out with. They have acquaintances, but they don't have any close friends. Now, a lot of times it's because they're busy or because they're scared. They're scared of being real and being judged. You see, there's freedom in having a group of men you can be open with. When I first started making changes in my life, I went to a recovery group and it was, uh, you know, we joked before we went, uh, I was with some people about a bunch of guys sitting around in the room crying. And guess what it was? It was a bunch of guys sitting around a room and crying. It really was because we were all men from, from all over the country who were dealing with the same issue. And we had never been able to sit down and talk with someone about it because we were scared. We had a lot of shame. We had all kinds of stuff in our life. And we all got in a circle. And when you could just be honest and be yourself, it was freeing. So a lot of guys did get emotional because they felt free. And that's something they hadn't felt in a long time. And as a man, your emotions are some of your strongest weapons for life. And when you have a group of friends you connect with, they help you know what to do with your emotions. They make you a better man. So as men, what we want to do is find those friendships. And that may mean you have to take work and, and do it and make it happen and get guys together. Now, don't come on too strong. You know, don't grab a guy and say, I want to be your best friend for life. Just start hanging out with some guys. Figure out the ones that you connect with the best and start finding ways to connect together. Talk to them. Uh, the guy I just talked about, Stephen Mansfield, he's got a book called Men on Fire, and he talks about you know, how to build a band of brothers, and it's a great thing to do. And what you want to do is even just start being a friend to someone else. And when you do that, you'll find yourself having a group of friends. Be the friend you want to someone, and you'll find people who can be that kind of friend to you. All right, guys, in closing out today's show, I just want to say you don't have to like rom-coms to learn from a rom-com man. You may or may not like the romantic comedy. It may be your thing. It may not be. It really doesn't matter. There's things we can all learn from the men in romantic comedies. And I think that's something that we need to do as men. If we're going to keep growing, if we're going to have better relationships, we need to always seek to be learning, learning from other people, learning from things. And I think men in the romantic comedies can teach us a lot. They teach us how to progress as a character. What journey are you on? Where are you going? How are you going to get there? A lot of guys, they put their head down, they grind, and they're missing out on a lot of life. 
The second thing is they know their feelings. Do you know what you really feel? Or do you just stay busy? Are you just focused on things? Or maybe you just feel overwhelmed all the time. Well, a lot of times as men, if we're feeling overwhelmed all the time, it's because we don't know what to do with our feelings. So we don't know how to process them. And the third thing they teach us is how to have a good friend. I want to challenge you. You need some good friends in your life. A lot of men out there are feeling lonely today because they have a lot of acquaintances, but they don't have a lot of good friends. Do the work necessary to find those good friends and it's going to make you a better man. So, hey, thanks for coming on today's show. Thanks for checking it out. And next week, we're going to continue this lesson and we're going to learn a few more things from the romantic comedy men. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to the Confident Man Podcast. Click subscribe so you don't miss a future episode. You can connect with David on Facebook and Instagram at David the Maxwell. Find resources to help you as a man at theconfidentman.me. That's theconfidentman.me.